welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. Me, Tom Allen. Oh, lovely to be catching up with people. Lovely. What a treat. What a treat. What a lovely treat. Um, Tom, you had a nice suggestion for this episode. Well, it's I a new thought, year. It's a new year. Um, <clears throat> I think um, there are uh, we there are anxieties sure. about are we forgetting to relate to each other in mm-hmm. the world? Um, is there enough kindness in the world? I think it's a very good question. Um, and um, and I I thought it'd be nice to talk about um, all uh, the positive things in the world or things that are people who do great things and, um, and remind ourselves they're out there and we can be part of what they're doing as well. That's a really nice thing to, to do. To do it. Um, and um, I, I sort of was very inspired by... Um, I got asked to go and visit some people who work at... and, and who, who have been... Um, Sorry, I got asked to visit a local hospice, um, St Christopher's Hospice, which is very local to both of us, actually. Yes, it's near here, isn't it? Um, and, um, and it was such a lovely occasion. It's such a strange thing to say because a hospice is usually... You sort of assume with... it's going to be just very dreary and sad and... Yeah. But I've been told by... I've never been in a hospice, but I've been told by a lot of people that actually it's quite the opposite. It's quite, you know, not joyful. But there well, is... You know, yeah. There's, like, it's, it's a hopeful place. It was... So it's often a place where people go who have long-term conditions. Sometimes they're terminal, um, sometimes not. And I suppose... Oh, really? Do people go if they're not... It's, I always it's, think it's, it's some of the people go in there sort of at their final stages of life not necessarily actually right, okay. um, and they the great thing about the whole hospice um, movement is that it's actually about support and it's about it's about people living their fullest life actually mm-hmm. um, and and there's a huge amount of positivity there when I went there it was really it was really joyful it wasn't a sad place right okay um, and there's the people who work there are amazing and very um, very uplifting people and there's a whole kind of um, energy which is... I saw, well, I sort of was talking to them and I was saying, well, I suppose for any of us, you know, you get knocked down by a bus tomorrow. Mm. So you'd never know when the end of your life is. So yeah, actually for any of us, it, it, it's, a, it's a good thing to do the things you want to do, to engage. And, so, uh, and to take stock. To take stock, to work out um, the people you want to spend time with, to say the things you want to say, um, to not be afraid, I suppose. It forces you to live in the moment. Yeah, I mean, it is the ultimate kind of living in the moment, I guess. Um, and at St Christopher's they have um, different classes, they have a beautiful garden there, mm. they have painting, they have music, um, stuff that happens there. Um, but uh, they do rely quite a lot on... Um, on, on donations and people supporting them, um, and um, and they were, but it was an amazing, um, an amazing environment actually. It just made me, yeah, it's a good reminder that actually, often in the in the most bleakest of circumstances, people are there who are doing amazing work and who are really, you know, incredible. It's an incredible place, and there are hospitals. And especially if at the moment you feel like you want to do something, you know, if you're worried about, you know, where we are, and you feel like you, you know, it's quite easy to feel quite hopeless. Yes, yeah, you know, and that could be linked to you know any number of things that are going on in your life. But doing stuff like that Mm. does really help because I think sometimes it's so easy to feel like, oh, how how can I help? Absolutely, yeah, and I think um, and like you know when you're looking at things like you know how much like food banks and how how much help some people need at the moment, yeah, and how tragic that all is, yeah, yeah, and actually just you don't know if you feel like you want to do it go for it yeah not being afraid of it and I think sometimes we can feel slightly self-conscious about it but actually yeah just not being afraid to go I want to do something positive I want to do something well like our friend Kenny who set up 
um, yeah. Canned Laughter, which is a comedy night where people pay to get in and then they also bring a... Uh, they, they pay quite a small fee to get in and it's a, always a really good lineup. And then they take a bag of food for the local food bank. Yeah. Um, and it's such a joyful place. Yeah, yeah. It's so wonderful. What a brilliant thing he's done. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess it's about community and about the fact that, you know, we all need support at different times, I guess. Yeah. And I think it's remembering that um, help is there for us. Mm. Um, and people, good people are there um, to help us when we need it. But also to not be afraid to be that person sometimes when we can. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I think it always... Um, it, it, it's always... It pays it forward, doesn't it? Really, I think it's always a, a thing of um, we in society you only get out what you put in, don't you? I think that's right, and I think it's also, you know, it's great to um, to sort of be honest about whether you need help or whether you need, you know, if you need to be the person, like you know, being able to speak out. And you know, I was chatting to a friend about this this week actually about how you know. Christmas, New Year, around this sort of festive period, people quite often feel very low. Very low, yeah. And you can't necessarily put your finger on why that is. Mm, mm. I think a lot of people feel really... um, Well, I I remember, like, my family, they sort of, like, my mum's dad, before I was born, died around on Christmas, or had a heart attack on Christmas Day. And I think there's always, like, just always been that sort of sense of, like, my nan would always be like, the ghosts are coming out, the ghosts come out of Christmas. And I think, um, I don't know, I think there's always a sense, I think for a lot of people as well, even if it wasn't around Christmas that some, they lost somebody, it just yeah, reminds you that they're not there. they're not around. And I think, you know, you're often with family and you feel a bit like you're in a pressure cooker, not because you don't want to be with your family, but because you're thinking, oh God, we must have a nice time because I only see, oh my God, you know, yeah. oh, no, we've got this day, we're all here, let's make sure we all have a really mm. good time. And then putting the pressure on it. Mm. I mean, if you're anything like me, you know, you feel that, you really want to see your family, spend time with loved ones, and then you get there and with maybe, within maybe three or four minutes, you're so fucking furious about like the type of crisps they've opened sure what sure. sort of how they've chosen to display them maybe not in a bowl just straight out of the bag which is as you can imagine for me if you one of the to, biggest one sins. of the biggest yeah one of the worst things mm. so you know huge pressure sometimes huge, huge pressure. pressure huge pressure and I think it's, you know maybe for queer people as well if you're with people that you know, family members don't quite understand you, or mm. you know, or you feel like a, you know, a bit like an outsider. Maybe oh, not yeah. everyone, obviously, mm. but you know, it's important to know that others feel I'm like that. About that, it's funny you mentioned that because I think as well, you can't go like on an ordinary Saturday or Tuesday, or whatever. In the rest of the year, you can go to your local gay bar yeah. and sort of go, "Oh, I'm not the only one who's like that." Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I think sometimes on particularly like the key moments of Christmas it can feel like you stay in you talk to people yeah you have to be in a certain mood and it's like you can't you're sort of almost not allowed to be just a person on a day no. you have to be like are you feeling Christmassy happy Christmas I'm yeah. happy Christmas feeling happy have a drink have another drink yeah um, I think that all... and then of course with the, the booze often comes the maudlin oh my god I find do you find this when like it used to be like oh have a drink the next day I'd be like oh I feel a bit sick but now it's like I feel a bit sick and like m- maudlin yeah. sadness like some sort of Dickens novel yeah I think it yeah, well I mean I don't think I'm the first person to say it, but alcohol is depressing. No, you're the first. Oh, great. Yeah, Someone wrote that down. <clears throat> copyright Please. it. Copy- copyright it. TM. TM. Al- alcohol is depressing. I know, yeah. 
We never remember that. No. We always forget. Have one drink, and then we forget that alcohol is a depressant. And then you have seven or eight. Maybe if I have seven or eight, it'll go full circle. No. No, 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 no. You mustn't do that. That is difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Difficult when there's a lot of booze around. And often, like, you know, being in your... You might be going back to your hometown. Lots of memories. Lots of memories, you know, bumping into people from your life. Mm, ex-lovers. Or ex-lovers, ex-wives, ex-husbands. Of course. All, all of, of those people. All of mine are there. Um, yeah, this is very difficult. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Which I know sometimes people find that quite pressury. I'm actually hoping to start smoking. Oh, good for you. Yeah, that's mine. Oh, that's great. Mm, I'm really looking forward to it. No. Fish or um, Yeah, smoking salmon. Oh, that's lovely. What I'm do, yeah. A nice yeah. thing. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to get some wood chips. Some, um... what, they have like houses, don't they, that smoke fish in? A smokehouse, yeah. Oh, a smokehouse, great. Yeah. yeah, so I'm hoping to open up my own smokehouse. Great. Um, and Because um, yeah. I imagine you've got loads of time next year. You're not like absolutely up against it. And I haven't got... I haven't got my own house, so I will be doing that at my mum and dad's house. I'll be turning that into a smokehouse. That's good. Bearing in mind, my mum insists all the windows are closed if we have a barbecue. Um, you can imagine the. Why? Because it makes the house smell of smoke. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, she doesn't I talk imagine. like that. She tells you she doesn't talk like that, but you know, sometimes it, she can sound like that. Sure. Um, yeah, I imagine you smoking fish would be your mum's maybe worst nightmare. Yeah, she doesn't really like cooking fish in the house. No, my mum won't have it. Really? Well, she'll cook something like a lemon sole and mm. nothing else. Oh, like, and nice. she likes it because it's not too fishy. Yes. Why is that? Why are they so scared of it? Because they don't want the house to smell like fish. Mm. It's yeah. I mean, but you live by the sea as well. Yeah. I mean, the whole place smells fishy. <laughs> you Come know, on, guys. Lean in. <laughs> lean in. <laughs> lean in. Um, do you, are there fish markets in Pompeii? Yeah. 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 There are. They're vile. But you don't like them. Well, do you not? I, like, I feel like you don't really like fish. I'm actually. not a massive fish person. Mm. Mm. But of course. And, you know, I don't have a fin. I'm not a fish person. What? <laughs> or a mermaid. I think What's a fish and chip order? Oh, it would be maybe a fish cake. Oh. One of those, like, orange ones. Mainly potato. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or a cod. A cod. Oh, so you would have a cod. Yeah, a cod. Mm, sure. Chips. Curry sauce. Those lovely fish and chips we had on the comedy bus. Yes, I remember. 2019. Love that. Love a fish and chip. Great. We well, yeah, fish and chips are good by the sea. Mm, they're, always they're always better. They're always better. So, sorry, I didn't... Your... News resolution is to eat more fish and chips. Uh, start smoking. Fish. I get that. Yeah. Start smoking yeah. fish and eat more fish and mm-hmm. chips. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. that's my. What about yours? Um, I think just um, like try and be a legend. Yeah, that's so great. Like Zeus. Like Zeus. I was going to say, or like a legend on like a chart where it just sort of explains like all. Oh the, yeah, that'd be a nice um, thing. Symbols. Yeah, um, I would like to do that. Both, if possible. Both. Um, Zeus would be a good one to go for. Sure. I never learned that much about legends at school. Cause I no, neither did I. What, sorry? I, so I went to a comprehensive. We never had right, like. Yeah. But I wish I had done it. Like yeah. classics and all that. Yeah, it feels very like the kind of thing you do at Oxford, doesn't it? Classics. Oh, yeah. Not for us. It's not for us. Not for people like us. Not for us lowly <laughs> comp dwellers. But do you remember in like... Um, year three and four when you do like Romans and um, Egyptians as a project yes so many projects so many projects so many posters yeah I loved it yeah make a poster for the Egyptians I mean I think everyone knows about them I think I don't think they need our publicity (laughs) it's so thrilling where did you go on like school trips from Portsmouth we once went to the Fishbourne Roman Palace and I don't know if I've told this story before on the podcast apologies if I have what was it like well it's a Roman palace it's in the mosaics everywhere that's what I was going to say mosaics right okay Lullingston Roman Villa was the same right and my mum came Anne Ruffle friend of the show indeed and um, she I was like 
like I, I said quite loudly, <laughs> oh, it's really boring. <laughs> and the teacher was like, Susie, don't say that. It's very interesting. And my mum went, it is quite boring. <laughs> That's so good. She had a point. It was She's right. quite boring. We went to Osborne House. That was nice. <gasps> Where Queen Victoria lived. Yeah, she went there after Albert died. Yes, it's more... in the film Victoria. Oh, of course she's Jeffrey Palmer comes and talks to her, yeah. Do you watch The Crown? Yeah, but I've fallen behind. Oh, you'd love it. I would like to catch up on it a bit. I feel like you would be a great butler in the royal household I would love that but didn't you want to be a butler at one point yeah 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 um, I did and um, I quite fancy being a footman in the royal household why not just to dress up and lay the table all day that'd be a lovely thing to do and I got a job as a tour guide at Buckingham Palace during the summer opening what but I couldn't take it because I got into the National Youth Theatre oh the the true queer gentleman someday I'd like to write um, <laughs> the story of no, um, uh, yeah it's a fork in the road I, went to I wonder what would have happened to you. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. How did you become a but? Do you know what? We're going to have to pause this for just one minute. What? Wait a second. Alice? <laughs> Alice? Oh, I don't think she's there. Alice? Alice? I was going to tell her to stir the stew. Talk to me. Talk to okay, me. Okay, I'll just, I'll just fill. Um, hello, my name's Phil. And, um... I thought I was saying it. Yes. So I used to think it would be quite a nice life because you just have to um, lay the table, um, be quite obsequious. You don't have to think for yourself, do you? Like, I fancy being a butler, like, in the remains of the day. Um, with remains of the day. What is going on in there? Oh, she's back. Oh, shh, don't tell her what I said. Um, the um, remains of the day. Did you ever see that film? No. Oh, you'd love it. Watch it over Christmas. What is it? Um, it's written by um, Kazuo Ishiguro. Um of uh, Never Let Me Go fame. Um, oh, yeah, okay. And um, it's about, remains of the day, it's about a butler and his, he falls in love with a housekeeper, but you can never sort of, it's very gay, it's a bit gay, really. You can never, like, the housekeeper's a woman, but, like, you can allegorize that it's, like, forbidden love and he doesn't make any time for himself. Is that Emma Thompson in it? I think Emma Thompson plays sure. the housekeeper, yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, it's got E.T. in it. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the go with little legs. No, no. But that would be a great drink. E.T. falls in love with Emma Thompson. Uh, uh, with, yeah, lives in the house, is one of the servants. Oh. I would love to see a remake of Remains wow. of the Day. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins plays to play, role replaced by E.T. Mm. He's got those long arms, that'd be good for getting great the dishes. Great for getting the dishes out. Great for getting the dishes out. And he can make things float, so you can just like float them all up in the air, into the kitchen. Finally. It's the crossover it's, it's everyone's It's the crossover that everyone's for. waiting for. Is that the Marvel Universe, whatever they talk about? Oh, uh, yeah. The multiverse? I don't know. I don't understand any of that. I'm not, I'm not it's not 12, me. so I don't understand it. I'm not going to go and see a superhero film, sorry. No, me neither. I want to go and see a nice, like, do you ever go and see Miranda July? I don't know what any of that, what, I don't know what you just Mar- said. A Miranda July film, like um, Me, You and Everyone We Know. No, oh, I don't know what this Oh, you'd is. like that. She's sort of um, very alternative filmmaker, artist. Oh, no, but, I, but I'm recommendations there. Um, oh, my God, it's non-stop on this show. It's non-stop cultural references. For somebody who hasn't been to the cinema in about eight years, I'm great. Oh, you should go. It's great there. I know. What was the last thing I went to see? I can't remember. I want to go and see the, um, the one about, the Tom Hanks one about the, the guy who does the children's television. That looks quite sad. But oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll watch anything that Tom Hanks is in. 
Oh, and I saw the Judy Garland film. Oh, I haven't seen that. Very sad. Have you not? Ju- Episodes. I was going to call you Judy. <laughs> Judy. She's she's wearing your clothes. Yeah, I've heard this. I think from me. I take oh, right. out of the cinema. Um, Is it like suits and things? Yeah, but like big uh, shoulders, tapestried suits. And stuff. Oh, yeah, you very would love it. it. She's brilliant. Have you watched Fosse Verdon? Yeah, I told you to watch it. Oh, didn't I? Maybe. I watched. I've. I'm actually only got halfway through. I did really enjoy it, but it was quite intense to watch. I yeah, realized. it was quite intense. It wasn't as light as say like um, Feud, which I thought was a bit lighter. Yeah, I mean that's very camp, isn't it? Mm. Mm. And not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. I don't think camp's bad, regardless of what you've had. Yeah. Depends where you pitch your tent. The, the, um, <laughs> the... I still want to talk about you being a butler. Oh, yes, I was... De- what do you reckon me. a butler does all day? I think it's quite a lot of polishing. Right. Silver. And um, uh, maybe making grumbling um, sort of... Uh, remarks to the rest of the household staff right or not would you be at the top of the household if you were the butler I think traditionally the butler is the um, head of the household and then um, in in cahoots with the housekeeper cahoots um, and then um, and then there'd be like footmen and maids traditionally yeah I used to look it up all the time yeah I can imagine you being quite into that such a weird child but was I don't know it's something about hierarchy and just sort of like you want to be at the top of the tree and stamp on everyone top of the tree but like still not upstairs Always sure. downstairs. Always, always downstairs. Do you think it was to do with like the order? Yeah, I think so. And the sort of like ceremonial formality of it. I like that. I'd be very into yes, that. Yes, I can imagine that. Very That's much as a teenager, that was my that was what I was that was my dream. Other other people my age wanted to get fingered in Malia. You know And nowadays it's it takes You want to be <laughs> now, I'm the one. <laughs> when are you going to Malia? Um tomorrow. <laughs> All the best. I'll give you both it. Of course, I'll be giving my I love that we started the episode saying good things that we should do. Do help one another. Kindness. Be a member of the community. Ask for help when you need it. Also, ask if you want to get fingered in Malia. If you want to get fingered in a in a in a you know a a Spanish no where's Malia Greek island isn't it Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But any of those any of those lovely Mediterranean resorts, and you want to get fingered, you know just um. Put it out there. Ask the universe. Ask the universe. Not the whole universe. Because I've tried that and it's... It's too much. too much. too much. Far, far too much. Far too much. But, um, you know, do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Don't be afraid to do that thing that makes you happy. That's a great thing to say. Yeah, You're going on holiday, aren't you, in a couple weeks? Oh, my goodness. So I've booked to go to Mexico. At the time of publication, I've not booked any accommodation. Yes. And recently, I met Stacey Dooley. Playing. Oh my god, shut the front door, also the back door, also yesterday, were you with Little Mix? Uh, the other day, yeah. Oh, look oh how you've changed. Clang, 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 clang. Little Mix is so funny. Yeah, they seem like such a laugh, I wonder who they made them. They were so fun, such a great sense of humour. Yeah, I can imagine that. Like doing like impressions of like Victorian scullery maids and stuff, like, right. oh well, well, I don't like to do that, I'm sure. Like really fun, really good sense of humour. Um, They're also great allies. They are great allies. Well, of yes, course, we met them at the Attitude Awards. We met them at the Attitude Awards. Another occasion where I got so drunk <clears throat> I was sick. Were you sick? Yes. You never told me that. Well, it was when I got home. I wouldn't you do it when I'm home now. I don't want to. That's the night we booked to go to New York. Go to New York. Great times. Great times. So you're going to Mexico, you haven't booked anywhere to stay. I haven't booked anywhere to stay, and I said to Stacey Dooley, Do you Bye. think I'm going to clang? Do you think I'm going to get kidnapped by the cartels? Will what I be the subject of your next documentary? She said, Where are you going? I said, Cancun. She said, No, you'll be fine. Wow, what a lovely occasion for you to drop Stacey Dooley's name. Where were you with Stacey Dooley? I was 
Listen, this is not all about me. But go on, tell us where you were. I was at the final of Strictly Come Dancing. <sighs> Did you read the out thing? I read the T's and C's. I was wearing a tailcoat. Could you give us a little bit of the T's and C's? Do ask the bill permission before you call. And remember, if you're watching on demand, don't phone in because your count, your vote may not be counted, counted. And, and you still may be charged. Great. Is it, it was so much fun? The voting is now open, although I said the vote is now open. Which seemed like a strange way of putting it. It was so much fun. Claudia Winkleman was lovely. Great I fringe. S- great fringe. Go, go see it. Um, <laughs> a lovely person. Um, everybody's lovely on that show. We mum, get to take mum and dad. Oh, great. We were sat behind Ed Balls, Joe Sugg and Stacey Daly. Hmm. Joe Sugg had a lovely suit on. Lovely suit. And I found out where it's from when I went and got it as a treat to myself. Where was it from? I don't like to tell the listener, but it's from Ralph Lauren. Ralph oh, Lauren. Ralph Lauren. And I was like, I'm going to treat myself because it's Christmas. Got in there, half price. <gasps> a great thing. A great day. Um, but uh, Another message of the podcast, treat yourself. Do treat yourself. Do treat yourself. You work hard, whatever it is. You don't, get, don't get mad. It doesn't need to be a financial treat. Doesn't have to be. It can it be a lovely be bath. Or a cake. Or a cake. Or a book. Um, we, we don't need those things. <laughs> Go to the milliners, get a handmade. Get yourself down the local milliner. Um, they are there for you, your local milliner. Support your local milliner. That's what this podcast should be called. <laughs> Finally, we've got a theme. Um, <laughs> like many friends, forward slash, support your local support, milliner. Support your local milliner. Um, Suze, oh, there's a great photograph of, like, um, gays in the millinery. No. Gays in the millinery? No, I haven't seen like, that. Like, you know, the, there was, particularly in America, put gays in the military. Oh, and great. Gays in the military, and they put gays, they, somebody very amusingly put, put gays, gays in the, the millinery. millinery. Really funny. Um, Susie, what did you dream of being when you were a teenager? I think, like, just an actress. Just an actress. Just? <laughs> just a working actress. Just a BAFTA-winning actress. Well. A lot of that, yeah. Humble, humble beginnings. I think... Yeah, that was it, really. Well, that was the thing, wasn't it? When we were growing up, that was like... An actor was the thing. You weren't encouraged to be anything you want. Yeah, like... Yeah, I just loved performing. Yeah. Anything, really, linked to performing. Were you dancing then? Yeah, I was dancing. When did you stop your tap dance classes? When I was about 18. Did you? 17, 18. And I did it from when I was about 12. When you went to drama college, did you have to do it there? No, never. I've never used it professionally, other than with Harry Hill well, on Harry Hill's club night. So it was all worth go. it. Yeah. I think bring it back. Bring back the tap. Bring back the tap. I okay. want to go to a class. Okay, well, let's do it. I'll give you a class in a minute in the lounge. I'm worried about your neighbours, but sure. Let's do it. Hmm. Um, right, well, that's all from us. We will try to be in touch very soon. Again, apologies. It's been such a hiatus between... I'm sorry. Uh, ...between us getting out a couple of pods. We are going to endeavour to do it. Uh, to anyone that, you know, wants to comment or mm. share, please do. If you're someone that says something like, I used to really enjoy it, but I don't like it anymore, maybe yeah. just don't comment. Maybe just rest your fingers for a minute. Yeah, don't worry mm. about it. We're just putting this out for free. Just putting just it out, just put it out there in the world. You put something else out to the universe. Yeah, you go and find your thing. Do your thing, <laughs> gardening. Maybe trim, some, trim a bush. Trim, a bu- trim your bush. Trim That's, your bush. Trim your bush and support your local milliner. Support your local milliner. That's um, several things you can take from today's and, podcast. And, you know, Happy New Year. Mm, happy New Year. And, you know, if it was a tough one for you, mm. I hope that 2020 is, is a bit brighter. I hope there are many bright things yet to come. And I'm sure there will be. Mm. And, um... Yeah, just you be you. 
Lovely to Tell me anybody's stop you. I love it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye 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 bye